I've been focusing mostly on watching the home games that they play, you know, in the stadium to get the ambiance of a of the of how the crowd reacts and all that yeah. too. So, so it's been really it's it's, it's actually it's a learning experience, but I'm enjoying it because I'm a sports fanatic. Mm-hmm. So I always our life. So now I've got it's like it's a new toy for me, you know, just something to, something new to learn and play with. So I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 79 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels from Sandusky, Ohio, and I am thrilled that you are listening. In this episode, I had the absolute pleasure to sit down and talk with fellow American, and I think I can safely say the newest AFL fan in the world, Jim White from the state of Georgia. And Jim and I had a great conversation He and I have been trading emails for several weeks now. Uh, I am, quite frankly, as we go into the episode here, I am humbled by what was said during the course of this discussion. It was unsolicited, and I absolutely cannot believe the the kind words that Mr. White had for me during the course of this, and I, I cannot thank him enough. It was an absolute pleasure to talk to him. I'm looking forward to doing that again. I'm looking forward to hearing more about his progress at becoming a well-versed footy fan, which he certainly seems as though he has the passion for that, and that's exciting. So, you know, I, I'm i really excited about this episode, okay? And I hope that you are as well. I hope you'll enjoy it. Uh, if you happen to be out on social media, I know he is on the... Uh, the Aussie Rules Football USA page there. So by all means, if you're there, reach out, uh, connect with him. He loves this game, okay? He's he's recently discovered it. But as you're going to hear during the course of this interview and this discussion, the passion that he shows is is absolutely wonderful about this game. And if we could get more people to show that kind of passion about the game, one, I think we'd have a lot more fans, and I think this would also help gear us towards the uh, the goals of the the forty five thousand plan. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before I dive into the episode, though, I want to encourage you to consider signing up for the email list. Okay, there's a link for that in the show notes. You can sign up. It's just a couple questions. It put me on puts you on the list. Gets the podcast in your mailbox as soon as it comes out. Okay, I'd also like you to. Uh, consider you know checking out the buy me a coffee page as well as the storefront on the Redbubble page okay uh this the podcast storefront and i have to admit as i mentioned in a previous episode i sold my first shirt well you're about to hear from the gentleman who bought it so somebody in the state of georgia is going to be repping the podcast here in the very near future and i'm hoping he'll send a photograph so i can share that out on social media Okay, now, before we uh, get into this a little bit further, though, you know, I, again, I hope that, you know, when you listen to the podcast, you'll share it with your friends and family. But one thing I wanted to get into, and I forgot to mention this during the course of our discussion, I would mentioned to Jim, you know, he was a little concerned about trying to find some West Coast Eagles gear uh, due to the significant cost of shipping. Uh, to get things sent here from Australia. And I had mentioned to him, well, there's a store in the uh, here in the States that's run by this great guy by the name of Wayne Kraska down in Georgia. And I gave a lot of Wayne's biography as far as uh, the clubs that he's been involved in, that sort of thing. But I didn't mention the name of his store. And I feel dumb because I blanked on it at the moment. So I want to make sure that I mentioned that here. And, you know, I just wanted to toss it out there. It is playaussie.com. P-L-A-Y-A-U-S-S-I-E dot com. If you're looking for balls, if you're looking for gear for your club, this is where you want to go. And 
it's shipping from right here in the, in the United States, from the state of Georgia. So you get it much more quickly and at a much more uh, reasonable shipping cost as well. So I want to make sure that I mentioned that there. And uh, ladies and gents, I hope you enjoyed the episode. It was a heck of a lot of fun. And like I said, I was, I was humbled by the time we finished this discussion. And I think if you listen through to the end, you'll understand why. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting that way again right now because I, I can't believe some of the things that were talked about. And I, and I hope you'll, you'll enjoy this as well. And I hope you'll consider sharing it with your friends because this episode might convince your friends to come back and listen to more episodes as well. So enjoy, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and glad to be back. I have another guest during my uh, 2021 uh, Club by Club preview session, but this one's going to take on a little bit of a, uh, a different uh, twist than some of the other ones that you may have been listening to. Uh, I'm, I'm pleased, I'm, I'm excited, I'm thrilled to be joined by Jim White, who is, uh, I think it's safe to say that he's a relatively new uh, footy fan. Uh, I'm going to let you, uh, you know, I'm going to let Jim here in a moment, you know, tell you about his, his route to becoming a fan and which club he supports, that type of thing. But suffice to say, uh, those of you listening in Australia, you've captured the heart of another American with this beautiful game. So Jim, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Thanks for coming on, sir. Well, thank you for having me, Greg. It's my privilege to be here. I appreciate it. It's, uh, I love talking footy and I, I'm, you are one of the, I think you might be the first person that I've had on the show who is new to the game. So this, this is, this is a new, um, new thing for me here as well. Uh, you, how long have you been a, a fan of the game? How long have you been following it here? September of 2020. So you're, you're still under warranty. Yes, I'm under warranty. The rest <laughs> is still on me. All right. Terrific. So, so how did you, how did you come to discover the game? Because you, you, I'm, I'm guessing you don't have anybody that lives nearby that's, uh, that's knocking on the door and saying, "Hey, come over and come over and watch the game." No, no. I, I was listening to Dan Patrick Radio one day, and I heard an advertisement for a, for a new show on the channel called called Aussie Rules America, and it sort of intrigued me. And and just a, a little backstory, I, I've been a little put out with American sports. Uh, we talked briefly about how uh, players seem to have priced themselves away from common man. So I, I kind of had quit watching sports in general. So I, when I heard this story about the, this uh, new radio show, I listened to it. And, and I was very intrigued by Eddie McGuire and Brian Taylor. And, uh, and then after the show, they played a, a previously played game, and I, and I loved it. I loved the action. And in my imagination, I, I was, it sounded like ants in a stirred-up ant bed at first, you know. But then I, as I listened to it and, and separated it, I just said, there's so much action in this game. And then I started watching it on Fox and, uh, and ESPN, and, and it started making sense. And, and the more I invested myself in to learning about the game the more i love the game i mean i just i'm just totally enthralled by it yeah and it it once it grabs hold of you i don't think it's i don't think it's going to let go you know it's it's it has uh it's supplanted pretty much all of my sports watching uh in my yeah. you know in that i have during the summer and i'm you know i'm a huge cleveland indians fan but uh yeah as i was mentioning somebody else today you know the uh the the company that runs like the Fox sports, Ohio and all the different Fox sports, you know, channels around the country, they haven't re reached a deal with YouTube TV. So we don't even have access to the Indians games right now. And, and I quite frankly, wow. I don't think I'm going to miss them. Uh, yeah. Well, as long as footy going on, I don't think you will because uh, it, it's just a very exciting game. Like I said, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm 56 years old and I wished I had learned about the game you know, many years ago, so I could have been enjoying it for several years. And it, it's just, it's just gives me something to look forward to. So, I haven't have a really sweet, go ahead. Me spending the money. I'll tell you. 
Go ahead. I, you kind of broke up there a little bit. Oh, I said I happen to have a very sweet wife who did not mind me buying the Watch AFL app, so that's okay. helped me a lot. <laughs> now, have have you have you convinced her to sit down and watch a game with you? No, she doesn't care a thing in the world about. It. She'll sit in there with me. Okay, she doesn't care. Yeah. She'll, she she's happy to let me be happy. So there you go. Yeah, I've not. I have not been able to convince my wife to. Uh, to watch a second of the game uh and she you know, she's she's somebody who became a baseball fan because uh she thought that player x or player y was really cute so uh she she became a big grady sizemore fan about 15 years ago i remember so, yeah. grady I remember. yeah so i i thought you know what i would i would try something so i actually found a couple websites on somewhere online that had um a whole bunch of pictures of, of players from the AFL who were out training, but they were at the beach. So they were in their, um, just their swim trunks. And I thought, you know what, yeah. uh, I, I went ahead and sent those, sent those to her. She still hasn't been interested in watching at all. So I'm not even, I'm not even going to push the issue anymore. So it's, uh, yeah, that wouldn't yeah. work for me either. I'm, I'm too studly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, that is not the case here for me. So I'm, uh, one of the reasons I like the AFL is I'm kind of shaped like the ball. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's, uh, so you, 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 you listen to, uh, to, to Brian Taylor and you listen to Eddie McGuire for some episodes of that show. And uh, you get, do you got, you got the app right around that time then, or did you just get that just recently? Uh I just got it recently. Okay. And, okay. Uh, and uh, I wanted to join, I uh, get a membership, a club membership, but at the time I wasn't quite sure. Cause like I said, initially I started out following Collinwood, but uh, I'm not a Dallas Cowboys fan. And, and when I was learned that they were the Dallas Cowboys of the AFL, I just something, I just, I found myself leaning towards their arch rival Carlton. And, uh, but, uh, but even that, I, I, I had a many years ago I had an opportunity to go to work in Perth as a as an apprentice electrician, and I turned it down. And uh, I'd never been away from home. I was I was barely 18 years old, and so I turned it down. And I, I've often regretted it. But uh, I, had, I had some family who had an opportunity to to go to Australia in the seventies to become sheep farmers. Basically they were offered some homestead land and uh, I believe it was in South Australia and uh, uh, something happened that tragically prevented them from going. But, uh, but oh. so I have some Australia. Yes. Some ties to it. So, so may, may I ask, how did, how did the opportunity for the, uh, the elect, the electrician's apprenticeship, come up i mean you know i i would say you were living in georgia at the time correct yeah that, i mean i could i could see you getting a uh you know an offer for an apprenticeship in atlanta or valdosta or augusta but perth, <laughs> perth australia is, is just a little off the beaten track well here, here's the thing um I'm, I'm a very outgoing person and I, at the time, I was in very good shape. I was about 6'3", 215, very, very good shape. I was trying to play football at Georgia Southern. I just had broken my foot uh, not longer. Well, I know this was before I broke it. But anyway, I, I was in very good shape. And the guy saw me, and, and he had this accent. And I, I kind of smiled. I said, like your accent. He goes, uh, he said, I like yours, you know, <laughs> talking about my <laughs> southern accent. And uh, we, we talked briefly, and he just and he told me, he said, you know that they they needed young men to come over uh, and work, and he said they were having trouble finding people and you know getting enough people. And, and and there was a little catch to it, you know. There was a a five year tax free offer, basically to go to work tax free for five years. And 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 the incentive was to to try to maybe go over there and and marry and stay over there and become a citizen and pay taxes, I guess, because they uh -huh. right. I, I don't. I'm, I'm an old man now, so I was I was 18, so I don't remember all the details, you know. But uh, but uh, it was it was a unique opportunity. Yeah, that you know, it it it's similar. I'm a teacher, and uh, 
you know, when I was trying, I, I, I subbed for, I was a substitute teacher for two years, could not find a job, could not find a job, but I actually, I had actually accepted a job in Costa Rica at a, at a, like a private school that half the day the, the, the kids were in school, you know, and their lessons were in English and the other half they were in Spanish. Three days, three or four days before I was supposed to leave for that job, I got called about an interview for a, the job that I have now. And uh, I got hired for that job. So I never went to Costa Rica. So yeah, hmm. we, we would have very likely not been having this conversation or you would have had to have brush up, brushed up on your Spanish for us to be having this conversation that I ended up there. <laughs> so and I, the, I probably yeah. have a much different act too. Yeah. And I, I don't speak a word of Spanish, so that would have been a bit of an issue. Me, the senior. Me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so who did you end up settling upon? And I don't say not, that's not the right word. Who did you choose to support? I chose the West Coast Eagles, and I, I think I sort of alluded to it. I, I went to Georgia Southern, who are also the Eagles, to play to play ball. And, and uh, because – West Coast Eagles are in Perth, and I and I had studied up on Perth back back all those years ago when I was contemplating going. And I didn't immediately tell the guy no. I I, I asked him if I could have a couple of days to think about it. And, I, and we didn't have the internet back in those days, so I went right, to the public right. library and did some research on Perth. And you know, I didn't know where Perth was. I didn't know it was on the east side, west side, dead central Australia. So you know, I, anyway, my affection for Perth, my affection for the Eagles, and the fact that, that like me being a new fan, they're fairly new to the AFL, you know, in the history of the 150-year history or whatever right, AFL. Right. That's, that's true. And, uh, and also, uh, because of where they're located uh, on the west coast of Australia, the time helps me out a little bit and able to watch some of their home games, depending on when they start them, obviously, but because yeah. they're three hours behind you know, uh, they, they start a little bit later sometime and that helps right. me. <laughs> I don't have to get up at three in the morning. Uh, so I you... get up every Go ahead. So, no, I get up every morning at two 30 to go to work. So on, on the weekend, it's kind of nice not to have to get up so early. You know? Wow. That's yeah. I, I thought I got up early when I get up at five. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm, which, which, I'm you know, about a 30. Yeah. So you have about a 30 minute drive anyway. to work. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, I'm I'm gonna guess there's not a lot of traffic. Well, you'd be surprised. There's ten thousand people building this nuclear plant right now, and uh, so I, I pass quite a bit of traffic. Okay, but, but not as not as much as you think. But yeah, but, yeah, quite a bit. So you, what what have your impressions of the Eagles been so far? What do you? Uh, what what are your thoughts after having watched some of the games? Have you made the right choice? Well, yeah, I, I think I did, and, and you know it's it's going to be a growing slash learning process for me because again, uh, and unfortunately for me, as like many of the Australians who who have a tie to teams from birth, you know I'm having to learn, so I'm having to uh, acclimate myself to, and and learn about the history of the team. And also, you know, I, honestly, I probably could have picked any team out of the hat and, and developed an affection for them by learning their history and all. But right, I, right. I chose the Eagles for some silly reason, just because, like I said, I like the name Eagles. But uh, I, like I said, I could have easily went with Carlton because I like their uniforms. But, uh, but, but yes, I, I'm, I'm acclimating myself. I'm trying to learn the history of the team. I'm trying to uh, become uh, more knowledgeable about, about the fandom and and uh, you know the supporters because I found out that they've got the largest supporter group, for example, uh, and I think that's that that tells you a whole lot about them right there. That you know the, if you got the largest su support group, then uh, you know it's you're pretty well lined. That's so, that's true. That's but, true. Well, but they also they also have less competition for supporters in in Perth than the than the clubs in Melbourne have though. That that is true, that is true. But but you know when when they're fairly new, like I said, their history they're like what thirty four years old. So yeah, the, yeah. and their history, Perth probably had 
some footy fans that you know prior to that it's kind of like tampa bay you know they can't they can't establish a good fan base in tampa bay for baseball because spring training was always held in florida and uh, and other teams uh, actually the so the yankees and the red sox far out drew the rays when they come to tampa and i'm sure perth had their fandom for other teams too you know so it so the fact that good they've point. established good point. a good but is, is something that's impressed me a lot. Yeah. So you, you said you're watching games from from last year, right now, right? That's correct. Okay. So I am. Who who has uh, watching the game so far? Who has jumped off the uh, the screen at you and said, "Wow, this is somebody I'm going to be looking forward to watching a lot in the future." I'm, I hope I don't butcher his name, but Nick. Natatui, is that Nat, Nat that right? Nui? That's that's pretty close. Nat Nui, Nat that's Nui. pretty close. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he has. Uh, he's a lot like me, and he's a little bit taller than me, but uh, size-wise, that's how I was built when I was younger. And, okay. Uh, and that's the way he plays. Is reminds me a lot of the way I tried to play gridiron football. You know, okay. always on the go and and try to be disruptive. And um, I played linebacker and things. I, I even tried to play pro football for the USFL Bulls. Okay. But Larry Zonka told me I was too small. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you are uh, yeah. You are you are officially an Aussie Rules fan if you're referring to football here as gridiron. So that's that that's step one. Yeah. Um, I I don't yeah. even do that very often, unfortunately. Uh, you know, and well, I was that, a big rugby. Okay. Okay. I'm, yeah. And I, so there's, they don't refer, they refer to it as gridiron. That's where I actually started it. Okay. With, with my face. Yeah. yeah. So did you play a little rugby as well then? No, I never did. Uh, okay. But I, I was, I was enamored by it before, before I got hold of Aussie football because yeah. I, you know, they're rough and tough. I've heard you often talking about them on your podcast, which by the way, and not just because I'm on here, but I thoroughly have enjoyed your podcast. Uh, I started listening to your show in December, so I went all the way back to January, uh, and sorry, your first show, excuse me, Yeah. and uh, started listening to them. So out of your 75 podcasts that you've <laughs> had now, I, 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 I think I've listened to 64 of them. So I'm, wow. I'm, I'm working. Wow. I've already heard the, the last few, but, uh, yeah. but now I, I, I would I would highly encourage people to promote your podcast yours and a stray footy by by road because yeah they help they help new new people like myself learn the game but they're also good for people who've been around a while you have some very interesting guests from australia that are very informative and i don't i don't think it matters if you're new to the game or you've been around for for 70 years you can learn something and that's that's what we're here for i i'm 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 very humbled by that. Thank you. That is, uh, I, 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 I truly appreciate that. And it's, uh, I, I, I try to, yeah, I'm, I'm doing mine on definitely a, a shoestring budget. I mean, I, I am using about a, I think it lists, I bought mine used, but I, you know, it lists for about $90. The microphone I'm using, it's not a fancy one. It does a decent job. I'm, I'm using an old laptop computer and the free recording software that's on there. I actually just had a uh, a message pop up from somebody who I interviewed the other night, and they said they were listening to the uh, the episode that I just released today, and they said that the uh, the audio repeated itself after the first four minutes. It jumped back, it went back to the beginning of the episode again. So I'm going to have to go back and edit that out and and re-upload that that here in a little bit because it's a one it's a one man show, uh, <laughs> so it's not well, perfect. Shows like yours though. You're, you're, you got a passion for it, though, Craig, and and, uh, and and just like you know, Frode, he's got a passion for it, and a couple of other uh, podcasts I listen. And I, and I, when when someone has a passion for something, you know, you can overlook some of these flaws here and there because it's the message you're putting out. It isn't always how it's put out. It doesn't have to be streamlined and perfect. It's it's the fact that you're getting it out there that I appreciate so much. Well, I, you know, I. I do have one podcast that I will recommend to you. Well, there's several that I think you would love, but if you're if you're going to want to learn about the history of the game, there's one called the Kick to Kick podcast, and it's uh, 
I think it's a husband and wife and, and one of their friends that, uh, that do a, and I had them on the podcast. Well, I had them on the podcast last year, uh, but they, they basically, each episode is one year of the VFL and eventually to the AFL. And they basically cover that year in one episode and they started back in like 1897 and they are up to 19 like 55 or 1956 right now so it's wow. it's, it's fascinating the, the the you know they have on their website the you know the 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 books that they have that they reference and it's just you know hundreds of of footy books related books that just you know it's fascinating to see all of the source material that that, that they work from and they yeah, it's an extraordinarily well-researched podcast. You know, it's uh, it really is. I mean, they're very impressive, and there are a lot of there are a lot of fun ones out there, uh, that you know that that laugh a lot at what at what goes on in the games and and such, and and those are enjoyable as well. Yeah, well, that's that's good. I, like I said, I, I've downloaded many different types of uh, AFL-related yeah podcasts and. And I've thoroughly enjoyed them, but like I said, I've I've listened to two particular ones, and yours being one of them, and uh, religiously the last few weeks. And uh, thanks, I've really, like I said, this it's really helped my knowledge of the game and and give me more exposure to to uh, you know the business side of the game. I've heard you know all kinds of things. It's just a good podcast. I think it's I think it's a must hear podcast. Yeah, I I think that as you uh, as you start to uh look at this at this team uh you know more closely and as you start to get more familiar with it you know you know nick nat has had you know last year he was he was pretty healthy uh you know mm-hmm. they 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 managed his time on the grounds quite a bit and last year was so unique because you know they the the teams went into the hubs and you know the teams in the teams in victoria they left in june and they basically didn't come home until the season was over in Oct- in october they were, right. they were, yeah, they were either up in Brisbane, Gold Coast, or flying to Perth or Adelaide to play games. They didn't go to Victoria, but uh, you know, you got you got some dynamic players on their side uh, that that I think you're really going to love. You know, there's a a player that used to be with the Cats, uh, Tim Kelly, who's a, a terrific midfielder. Um, you know, you got Josh Kennedy, who is a you know a great goal scorer, and if you haven't noticed Liam Ryan yet, he wears uniform number one, you will notice him. This young man is, uh, I, I know he's taller than this, than this guy was, but he, he reminds me a little bit of like Spud Webb in huh. terms, in terms of his ability to jump. Uh, you know, he takes, he takes some, what they call speckies, you know, spectacular marks. Uh, that are just, you know, phenomenal. And, you know, you, you wonder how is he able to do that? And it's, uh, and like I said, he's just, he's just a, a a really, really young kid. So, you know, there's another, you know, there's another, you know, eight, 10, 11 years in his career. Yeah. He's 24 right now. So he's, he's got, you know, probably another eight to 10 years in his career. Um, but you know, his, uh, you know, he's kicking about a goal and a half every game and just making, you know, making plays that a lot of players wish they could make. So I think, I think you're really going to love, love watching him. So, you know, and, yeah. uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I, I, I said, I can, I can see it. I, I said, I, I've enjoyed, I, I've been focusing mostly on watching the home games that they play, you know, in the stadium to get the ambiance of a, of the of how the crowd reacts and all that yeah. too so, so it's been really it's, it's it's like i said it's a learning experience but i'm enjoying it because uh, i'm a sports fanatic mm-hmm. so i always our life so now i've got it's like it's a new toy for me you know just something to, something new to learn and play with so I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it uh let me ask you this question here and i don't know uh do you happen to have Amazon Prime? I do. Okay. Uh, in oh, March 12th, so next week, there is a, they did a uh, kind of like the, uh, the thing that the NFL did where they would you know, take the, you know, the cameras at HBO, they go to training camp. What is that? Hard Knocks, I think they called it. 
That's right, not a thing. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they did a, uh, a series last year. They recorded these things last year where they followed several players, uh, a couple coaches, that type of thing around the league with this really crazy mixed up season. And this, it's like, I think it's like an eight part uh, series that they're coming out with called uh, uh, Making the Mark. Yeah, Making Their Mark. And that's going to be on Amazon yeah. Prime on the tw- on the 12th of March is when that comes out. Well, thank you. I'm, yeah, I'm glad you told me that. I'll, I'll make sure to, to look that up. Yeah, and I, and I think they're, uh, let's see, I know they followed around somebody from Adelaide. Uh, I'm, so, so, let's see, the Nick Nat Nui was one of the people they followed. Uh, Stuart Dew, the, coach, the senior coach from Gold Coast. Stephen Coniglio from GWS. Eddie Betts, who plays for Carlton. He played, he played for Carlton, went to Adelaide for a number of years, went back to Carlton last year. He's in his early 30s, so he's towards the end of his career. But, you know, if you get a chance to see Eddie Betts highlights, this, this gentleman kicks goals from angles that you think there's, there's no humanly, human way possible that he can do what he's just done that, that it shouldn't be possible to happen and then uh, also uh, rory sloan from adelaide and then the the president i'm sorry the the, the head of the richmond football club a lady by the name of peggy o'neill who actually is born and raised in west virginia and and married heard- and married an australian i'm sorry yeah, she was interviewed on the Eddie McGuire shows. That's another reason that I got more interested in it. I heard an American lady was running a team. Uh-huh. And I thought that was just fantastic. Yeah, it's uh it's very cool, you know, and it's uh I'm 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 really looking forward to this. I'm really looking forward to telling my friends who are not footy fans about this and say, check this out, and now you'll know why i keep talking about what i've been talking about yeah and you know uh, hopefully this, very- hopefully this will drive the point home yeah so you you uh do you think you know and again i know you're fresh into this but uh are the eagles going to be playing finals this year are they going to get into the top eight well all the experts and i put that in air quotes <laughs> seem to seem to seem to have them a little on the downside, you know, saying the window of opportunity is closing. And, and again, because I'm not as knowledgeable as I'd like to be, although I'm a little more knowledgeable than I'm going to give myself credit for, because I did a lot of studying on, on several teams, but I, I believe they're a top four team. I, you know, I can't say if they'll make the grand final, but I do believe they have the, the potential to be a top four team. I think Richmond, until somebody knocks them off, Richmond is king of the hill. Yeah, I, I and, think so. Uh, but, and, but I do, I think your cats and, and you know, and perhaps the Bulldogs uh, are the uh, other teams to make the top four. If I, if I had to pick a top four right now, I, 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 and I would put Richmond first, uh, probably Geelong, then the Bulldogs, and, and then the Eagles. Okay. The top okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still working on my, uh, my ladder that I'll, I'll put out before the season starts, but I've been, I've been so busy in a good way with doing interviews. You know, I, I did, uh, this will be the fourth one that I have done that, uh, that I have to, you know, put into an episode. So I basically, I have, I have four episodes that are going to be ready to go in the next couple of days. And I've got two more interviews tomorrow and one on Saturday and one on Sunday right now as well. So it's, uh, there's going to be a lot of them coming out here in the near future. Yeah, I'm probably going to make a few Port Adelaide fans mad. I, I you know, I forgot about them, but like I said, there's several good teams, and 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 that's what makes the competition so wonderful to watch because there's several good teams, and then just about any time a mid a mid to not so good team can come up and 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 put a hurting on a on a good team, you know, out of nowhere. That's true. So, so it's just. That's one of the things that's just so interesting about the game. Yeah, that that is uh, that is uh, that's very true. I um, I think that uh, that if if people gave this a chance uh, and looked at it, I you know, and if they had a little bit of an idea of the um, 
the rules of the game, you know, so they had a, a concept of what's going on. I, I don't think you, I don't think you cannot fall in love with this game. It's just, you know, the people that no. haven't fallen in love, the people that haven't fallen in love with it, haven't discovered it yet. Yeah. Well, I, I think some things that would help folks. So I'll, obviously the more exposure you get to it on television, the better, but I, I'll tell you something that would help my, it would help me a lot is finding gear. You can, and I was going to order some stuff from uh, the AFL website, but it was going to be like 70 bucks to have it sent to me, you know? So I wish they sold more of the, their gear in America. Well, you know? I, uh, you, you do have a place in Georgia that does sell quite a bit of footy gear. I'll send Where's you that. At? Uh, uh, it's run by a gentleman by the name of Wayne Kraska, who is, who is Australian. And he, okay. um, he founded the Australian team, the Australian rules football team in Atlanta, I believe. And now he is associated with the, I believe they're called the Rome Redbacks, uh, oh. which is in the, uh, which is in the uh, USAFL as well. I'll try to, I'll try to find that uh, link for you. Um, but yeah, there's, I, they don't have a, a huge selection. I think most of the stuff that they do is they, you know, they're, they're kind of the, the go-to store for the clubs that are here in the States for buying footballs and that sort of thing. But they've got, uh, yeah. they've got, you know, hats and I think some Guernseys, you know, some, some jumpers, that type of thing for, I think every club scarfs, that sort of thing as well. Uh, so, you know, they've got a few things, but then um, there, there are some places that, you know, the, yeah, the shipping is going to be a little high, but then you have to keep in mind, you know, if that's probably in Australian dollars too. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. you, you know, so, cause the, uh, the watch AFL app was a hundred and you know, for me going through the club was $190 Aust Australian, which was, I think $141 us. Yeah. That beat the 165 that I paid in U.S. dollars for it. Yeah. But <laughs> so next year, you definitely want to, you definitely want to get your membership through the club, because it'll right. it'll be about it'll be about 25 dollars cheaper. Uh, you'll get some you'll get some club gear now. This year, most of the clubs you had to pay a little bit for the shipping, so the shipping might cost you a little bit more on that. Last year, I got a a hat, a scarf, a bumper sticker. Um, a lanyard, little pay. Hey, I'm a membership ID card thing. They cut a lot of that stuff out because because of the huge financial losses last year. Yeah. But if you still wanted the scarf or the hat, whatever, you had to pay to have it shipped there. This year, uh, Geelong gave us, you know, instead of that, they gave us a, a like a twenty dollar online gift card to use in the team shop. So I've got I've got twenty dollars to spend there right now. Uh, as soon as I get permission to buy something, um, so. But, you know, you, I think you'll, you'll find it, it's cheaper to go through the club. And, and again, that money ends up going to support the club then, too. Yeah, and, and that's what I wanted to do. I, I plan to do that this yeah. next year. Yeah, it's, 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 it's great, to, you know, to be able to, you know, because to have that, you know, member, you know, because I, I mean, I'm looking back at my, my computer right now, and I've got my CATS 2020 member sticker right on there. And uh, I have, gosh, I think well, one, two. I've got about eight footy related bumper stickers, you know, on the back window of my car. So, you know, people, you know, people see the game, you know, here, or at least when they're behind me in, in line somewhere, you know, waiting for a traffic light, they'll see a little bit about the game. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, again, I, I, I didn't want to expound on it too much, but maybe some other time we can talk. I, I do think if we could take advantage of the gridiron fields, even if it means, reducing the number of players from 18 to 15 or maybe even 13. Right. Right. You know, that's something to give people exposure because yeah. I, I am hearing where people are playing the game, you know, but, but just the lack of fields make it very difficult to, to do it in a, you know, where you can have crowds and right. You know, right. Amenity like that you know, so. and, and a lot of the things a lot of the things are um a lot of the games that the the usafl teams play they actually will like uh you know go and like rent a space in a public park and then they'll they'll paint the oval on they'll paint the lines on and play there they'll do yeah. their practice you know on on those grounds they have portable um 
they have portable go goal posts you know they're not nearly as tall as the uh as the ones that we right. see on television but they're uh, port they're portable ones that can yeah will collapse down and go in the trunk of your car so you know it's uh and it's a great group of people you know I've, I've been able to to talk with a lot of them i've been involved in you know a few zoom meetings online with them as they're trying to grow the game you know the big thing they're pushing right now is what's called footy 5000 where they're trying to get 5000 people in the us playing aussie rules football and you know there are there's now 50 teams in the us and it's uh it's crazy because i i talked to the the gentleman who started the the, the there's a second team in the dallas fort worth area called the north texas devils and he said you know that you know we were talking about the footy 5000 thing and he said you know we have 3000 people just here in the dallas fort worth area that play rugby wow yeah i mean it's it's a, it's an uphill battle but it's it's a game that is i think i would argue it's accessible to maybe more people because you know rugby is is a much more brutal game i think oh yeah it, it, it's very brutal yeah uh, just yeah. but um I, I i do think the the more exposure that people can have to the game especially with your younger people right right that it would help them want to watch the game and learn more about it and all that so actually i, I hate to, to change the, the the set of from 18 to something but you know, to make use of the available fields might be something to consider. Right, we right. get more is you know suitable for eighteen on eighteen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, and I, I, I it may happen. You know, but I, 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 I think if if the game's going to grow here in terms of people playing, I think they're going to probably have to resign themselves to playing in an in an open area. You know, where they've 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 painted the you know they painted the the lines down themselves and you know the friends and family are sitting around in the uh the you know, the folding chairs watching the games i think that's that's probably what's going to happen you know but there was supposed to be this year but you know unfortunately the pandemic you know screwed all that up there was supposed to be a regular season game i believe it was supposed to be round one uh between uh, gws and essendon played in los angeles that it was supposed to be an actual regular season game played in Los Angeles to try to bring exposure to the game, more of the exposure here in the States. Where, where are they going to play the game? They have, I guess there's a, uh, from what I had heard, there is a, um, an area out there that is, that is built and designed as a cricket ground, which, you know, that's, you know, there's shit, you know, the, these stadiums generally will share between cricket and footy, you know, cause the, the footprint is, is comparable in terms of the, the area that they're utilizing. Yeah. yeah. I, what I was told, uh, the history, according to the history of, uh, of Aussie rules football was to help cricketers train in the off season. Right. You know, right. So. Yeah. That's what I had heard also. Uh, and you know, it's, and I, I think you, you end up with the, uh, um, you know, a lot of kids having to make that decision between whether or not they uh, they were going to, you know, try to go on and play cricket professionally, if you will, or to try and play um, Aussie rules football. You know, so yeah, it's a uh, it's it's nice to have both of those things that kind of you know dovetail into one another, to be able to do those things. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, so it's it's it's. I just I've I just heard think, you talk about. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Talk about cricket. I'm sorry. I interrupt. I, I like cricket too. I, I think it's a a good thing though to be able to serve both sports. So if, if some fields are developed in in the United States that. You know, they could be used for more than just football. But um, I tell you, as much as I've enjoyed uh, watching a few cricket matches, I watched some of the BBL, Australia's Big Bash League, but it doesn't compare to Aussie Rules football. Yeah. Yeah, I I've, I don't understand cricket. I think I would have to watch it a little bit more to um, 
to really get a handle on it, but uh, it looks interesting. But you know, it's uh, I have I have given myself so many distractions with with this now that uh, I don't know if I could uh, I don't know if I could do any more than that. You know, maybe once in a blue moon I could check it out, but yeah. Uh, with the uh, attention span of uh, a lot of young people, though, I think this game, the Aussie Rules football, is good for someone with a short attention span because there's so much action. You you can't help but stay focused because that's, that's a good it's point. Just, yeah, it's, it's extremely interesting. It's just something. I've just enjoyed it. That's a really good point. Yep. Yep. So, um, You, you've, uh, would you say you've fallen in love with the game yet? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, um, almost to the point of feeling a little silly because I, I like <laughs> it so much. And uh, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I, so here I am a 56 year old man crazy about a sport I've never played before. But, uh, but I, it's just very interesting. I enjoy watching. Like I said, I, I love athletics and uh, I love competition and I, particularly love team sports right and this right. is the ultimate sport you know it's the ultimate team sport so when all of this uh pandemic st stuff dies down and you know people feel more comfortable about inviting friends and family over to their house uh who are going to be the first couple of people that you invite over to the house to watch footy? So oh, probably uh, my sons, uh, a stepson, uh, uh, some, a couple of grandsons. They'll, they'll watch anything I want to watch, I think. Okay. So I'll bring them and try to introduce them to, a, to, the, to the sport. But Mostly, to be honest with you, I, I'm I, I'm a lone watcher because I, where I live, I'm not from this area, so I don't have a whole lot of friends away from work. So if it's not family, uh, I pretty much be by myself. But uh, but uh, I, I'm talking about it all the time at work. I talk to people. I say, you know, you ought to try this. If you're tired, if you're tired of this, you know, from American sports, yeah, give give. Right. And I'm not trying to put down American sports, although it sounds like it. It's just, I tell them this is something very interesting. If you watch right, it, right. oh, that's the first thing I hear. Oh, it's like rugby. I said, no, it's nothing like rugby. It's nothing like rugby. Yeah. And other than to use a ball that's very similar. So, yeah. Exactly. And, uh, so it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a great sport. So maybe, maybe with some of the guys from work, maybe you have a, uh, Maybe you have a little barbecue at the house, and you yeah, uh, and, and you put on the uh, you know after you have watched it, you put on the 2018 Grand Final, <laughs> and you and you you know you you give them the uh, you give them the you know the couple of the videos on you know here here's a little explanation on how the game works here's some of the rules that type of thing, and now you know here's uh you know, here, here's, you know, this game, or you, 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 you watch a, uh, a replay of one of the live games. Cause that's one of the nice things about the, the watch AFL app. If you can't watch it live, it'll be there, you know, so you could go, you know, if you got up at, you know, your game started at three and let's say you didn't get up until four to start watching, you could go back and start watching from the beginning at three and you could, you could eventually get close to catching up if you fast forwarded through the commercials and that sort of thing. And that's one of the things you'll you'll love also, is when you watch the games live or right after they've been uh, they've been broadcast. All the you know it's basically it's it's the actual feed from Australia, so you're getting all of the Australian commercials, <laughs> which is which is, which some of them are really cool. Uh, okay. Yeah, you'll you you get a lot of McDonald's commercials, which which they call they call Maccas over there. They call it Maccas. And uh, I will tell you, they had a burger there that uh, I don't know if I could eat it. It was a it was a cheeseburger that had a slice of a beet on it. A beet. Okay. I have 
first of all, I'm not a bunch of a beet fan, but I've, n- I've never contemplated putting a beet on a hamburger. I don't, I don't know. That's just not, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, one. yeah. I never put in bacon on a pecan pie, but, uh, it actually is not as bad as you, it may sound. That, that's interesting. <laughs> the, uh, the salt and the sweet. Is yeah. A, yeah. Surprise. Sugar beet gives the burger a slight sweet. I have no idea. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, um, before we wrap this up here, now I want what I had been doing for for a lot of the other folks is I've been giving them uh, some trivia questions about their clubs. Well, that that would be just downright mean to do to you, since you're well, just okay. I, I, well. I can I, fail. Well, I mean, first of all, well, first of all, I haven't written any for the West Coast Eagles. Okay, but I did I did do a little bit of quick research this evening, and I pulled up two trivia questions about the 1982 and 1983 Georgia Southern Eagles. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Um, let so I, I I've got a couple questions here. So, 1982, first year coach, who was he again? Eric Russell. Eric Russell. Uh, yep, Eric Russell. Eric. Yep, Russell. Yeah. And do you remember what the record was that year? Uh, see, I was a senior in high school. And I, oh, you were a senior. Like they were. You were a senior in '82. Like, yes. Okay. Yeah, I graduated. And nice. uh, seems like they they played a club schedule, and I think they were like one, two, and one, or something like that. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, they, I know they played the uh, military team out of uh, Columbus called the Doughboys, and and because uh, I had a yeah, couple they play, friends they played, Fort, they played Fort Benning, yeah, 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 and uh, the Fort Doughboys, and I, I had a couple. I actually had three high school teammates that were playing on that team uh, that year. Okay, and, uh, so uh, so you were there. You were there in '83, then, right? Yes. Okay. I, I broke my foot. I broke my foot and never got to play. And uh I wound up losing a scholarship and uh, uh it's just the way business is, you know, a small school wow. don't have a lot. Yeah. And uh Georgia Power offered me a job and I've been working for a power company for thirty seven years. So. Okay. Now do you remember at in do you remember who the homecoming game was against in 1983? I have no idea. <laughs> no. It was, it was, I can't against even it was last year. So <laughs> somebody named Mars Hill, uh, somebody okay. named Mars Hill and you, you beat him 35 to nothing. Yeah. Uh, I went to a couple of the championship games later on that they won. Um, they were very interested and it was extremely cold, but, uh, right. Right. Good game. Uh, I haven't been to to a college football game in about 10 years. So, um, I would love to go to Perth though. And yeah, a couple of AFL. Well, that's, that's one of those things that, uh, you know, you and your wife have to have to plan for that. And, uh, you know, I'm, I sit down all the time once the sketch, once the the fixture comes out, and then I'll sit down with like the the different like uh, online flight scheduling things and figure out okay if I was to go, how could I get a lot of bang for my buck if I flew it on you know this day and I could go well I could go see this game on this evening and then this ne- this game the next morning and then that one that evening and then I could you know the following week I could go see these three or four games. So if I stayed there for two weeks, I could possibly see six or seven games. And, and, you know, I, and I think that maybe I have, I have generated some really good acquaintances that, uh, that might let me sleep on their couch possibly, <laughs> you know, I, I think that may be the case. Uh, I don't, I, and if you're listening right now and and then you're flat out, not letting me into your house to sleep on your couch, I apologize because some of you may be ones I'm thinking, yeah, they might let me stay there, at least come over, have a cup of coffee and a meal or something. Uh, but, you know, maybe I've burned that bridge now. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. 
But hey, you know what? It's uh, one last question. When you decided to go play at uh, at Georgia Southern, um, did your grandmother have any input in terms of whether or not you got to go play? No, she wasn't. She didn't have any input on it, but she was extremely happy. She she changed her mind when her grandkids came along. She was one of my biggest fans as far okay. as watching me play. I played football and baseball, and and she was one of my biggest fans. So that's cool. She didn't understand and all, but she sure knew how to cheer. So yeah. good deal. Yeah i I had uh, my my college roommate went on to become a uh, graduate assistant coach at Youngstown State when Jim Tressel was there before he went on to Ohio State. And oh, yeah. we you know, I went to a handful of games there to 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 watch games while he was coaching. And one of the one of what one of the games I went to was against Alcorn State. I saw Steve McNair play there. Phenomenal player. Huh? Uh but oh, the yeah. first the first game I went to, I'm sitting in the stands and there's a uh there's there's this elderly lady sitting behind me and she started she's just driving me crazy because everything that's going on you know it's uh she's she's back there she's going first and ten do it again keep it going all the way she did this for four quarters for four quarters and i and i talked to my buddy after the game and after he got done with all of his coaching duties and such and i said he said where did you get these tickets who is this this lady sitting behind me Turns out it's Jim Tressel's mom that was sitting. So I had better uh, seats than she did. Uh, <laughs> because her, her husband had been a longtime college coach at a small school in Cleveland. I think at Baldwin Wallace at a small university there. Um, so he coached there for, uh, for decades, if I'm not mistaken. So football was in her blood. So it Hell was yeah. just, yeah, it was, but it was just hilarious when he said, Oh yeah, that's the coach's mom. <laughs> I kind of, I mean, I didn't say anything to her. I didn't, you know, there, there, there's, there's no regret that I have in my life where I turned around to this woman and said anything that, that I, that I feel bad about saying, I just, I just was kind of shaking my head and trying to figure out who the heck she was. So I, I'm glad I didn't say anything to her, but, uh, um, anything we didn't cover that, uh, you want to dig into still? I think we, we touched on a lot of things. I think so, too. There's a pretty uh, variety of information put out. Yeah. Uh, I, again, you know, if I could just promote your show one more time, because I, I really have appreciated it. Like I said, I've listened to, I think, 64 episodes from last year. And uh, it's just it's just very good. It's a good show for oh. people if they want to learn about the game and learn, get a little insight on you and 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 like I said, the business of the game, not just the game itself. So there's you have you have some very interesting people on there. Well, well I've, I've don't there. don't listen to the the episode I just released tonight yet because I've got to go back and fix it when we finish up here. So <laughs> evidently I yeah evidently I, I, I screwed that up. Yeah, <laughs> but you know I let me let let's finish with this. Um, if somebody's listening that has has run across the podcast and is not a footy fan, they like sports. What would you say to them to encourage them to, to check out this game? I'd say if you like action, you need to watch just some how go on YouTube and, and, and YouTube some AFL action and, and just see it. And if you really like action, you you, you just got to fall in love with the game because it's just it's just constant a- action from the start. You know, very very little downtime. You know, and so it's just it's just good. Just it's just the most active game that I've ever watched. It it is, and I, I would agree with you on that. And I think that's a that's a great that's a great uh, way to. Uh to describe that there. And I, and I think that would bring in some, some fans there. And like I said, I, I, I think your, your friends that you work with would, would probably love the game as well. And that yeah. way, yeah. If, if, you convert, if you convert a couple of them and your wife decides not to go to Australia, you've got somebody <laughs> else to go with you. Oh, she don't go. I'm not going. Well, okay. <laughs> That's fair enough. You know, I, my, my son wants to go with me. He's, he's an officer in the Navy. He's uh and he said he wants to go uh, sometime, 
that direction, but uh, yeah, we'll see if that happens. We'll see. I've got to get my youngest through college right now. So she's got two more years of college left. So we need to take care of that first. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Yep. yep. And then maybe we'll have a, you know, we'll have a little bit of time to do some things like that then. So, Hey, you know what? I, I want to thank uh, Jim White, the newest fan of the West Coast Eagles for joining me tonight. Uh, Jim, I, I truly appreciated this. I, I, your passion for the game is, is evident and it's, uh, it's great to, it's great to hear another American fan falling in love with the game. And it's, it's just, it's humbling as hell that, that you're, you're speaking as highly about, about my podcast. I, I can't thank you enough for that. This was an unpaid endorsement here. Uh, a so. lot. <laughs> but, you know, thanks for coming on, man. I truly appreciate it. It's been my pleasure, Craig. And I wish you nothing but the best. Keep on doing the good work you're doing. And I hope to talk to you again sometime. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, again, thanks for coming on. Don't forget, if you'd like to sign up for the mailing list so that you get each new episode delivered to you first, there's a link to a short form in the show notes. If you'd like to sign up, I'll add you to the list and you'll get the episodes as soon as they come out. Also, if you've got an idea for a show topic or someone that you think would be a great guest, or maybe it's you, reach out to me. Send me a DM on Twitter at yank underscore on or shoot me an email at yankonthefooty at gmail.com. And remember, that you can find the podcast at yankonthefooty.podbean.com. It's also available on your favorite podcast hosting site. Now, I released an episode, well, while I'm recording this right here, I released an episode about an hour and a half ago. It was already up on the Apple podcast page, and that was fairly quickly that that turnaround was there. Now, I generally listen to my podcast on the Stitcher app, and it was not there as of yet. I, I kind of like Stitcher. I've become accustomed to how it works. Uh, I don't, I don't, to be honest, I don't think it's as clunky as the Apple podcast site. So maybe you'd like to check that one out. And again, remember, you could reach me at yankonthefooty at gmail.com, at yank underscore on on Twitter, or on Facebook and Instagram at yankonthefooty. And you can also find the podcast on YouTube. Just search out my name, Craig Wessels. Now, I will have to admit, these episodes that I've been putting out over the last few days with the, uh, the previews for the different clubs, I do not have these up on the YouTube channel yet. They will get there. They're just not there as of yet. I've been so busy doing interviews, so busy editing, uh, recording intros and uh, outros to the episodes that I just have not had a chance to do that yet because it's, it's a little bit cumbersome. It's not too time consuming, but it t- takes a little bit, a uh, little bit of time there. So remember again, you can find any uh, episodes that, uh, that you're looking for on the, uh, those sites. And Oh, by the way, one other thing, one other reason to sign up for the, uh, the email list and I haven't mentioned this in a, in a couple of episodes I've done a few live episodes and I really like them but I think once the season begins I would like to do those on like a Monday evening my time to kind of recap and look back at the games that have taken place during the course of the week and while I will put out a note on Twitter and Facebook and that sort of thing saying, hey, a live episode is going to be starting in an hour and a half or whatever the case may be, I will also be sending that link to the people that are in the podcast list. And what they'll be able to do then is they'll have a link where they can actually come on and be a guest and 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 talk to, to me and to one another on the show. I've really enjoyed the the kind of freedom, if you will, that comes along with doing the live episodes. So I I would like to do more of those. And if you want to make sure that you have access to those when they happen, you're going to definitely want to make sure that you're signed up on that uh, email list, okay? Now, folks, we're fans of our clubs, okay? We are just a few days away from the 2021 fixture getting underway. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. I have right now four more episodes that I've recorded that I need to get edited. I have two more uh, interviews that I'm doing tomorrow. I have another one that I'm doing the next day, a couple more later on in the week, and probably another one or two after that. So I'm trying to bring you some quality discussions with some people who love this game, 
they may not be the people that are in the in the media. They may not be the people who are you know the the best known guests, but they're folks that are just like you and I, folks that love this game, and have a viewpoint, have something to say. So I hope you're enjoying the whole process that I'm putting together here with talking to to just regular folks. Okay, and those of you who are in Canada and the United States here, don't forget that Australian rules football. It is why they invented the DVR. Ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you so very much for listening. I do ask that you share this episode or your favorite episode or both of them, quite frankly, with your friends and family out on your social media. That'll help to grow the podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, may your dribble kick never hit the post. And I will catch you later. This has been episode number 79 of A Yank on the Footy. Don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on on Twitter or to yankonthefooty at gmail.com. Again, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening, and please consider sharing the podcast with your friends and family. And until next time, goodbye.